I'm Jerry Agar in for John Moore this morning and I was watching CTV News yesterday and John Woodward had a report on whether casinos in Ontario are being used to launder money. He joins me now. John, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, I enjoyed your report, but I wasn't surprised. (laughs) It's true. This is not a new problem. Um, But what is new about the story is we were able to trace uh, something that people have been complaining about for some time. You may remember the attorney, uh, the auditor general doing this uh, with her own secret shoppers laundering or trying uh, uh, getting $35,000 of cash in and out of the casino. What we did here is we followed the case of one alleged money launderer through years of, of uh, moving millions of dollars in suspicious money in and out of several Toronto area casinos before he's ultimately... Uh, facing a seizure of $100,000 by the OPP. And and that case is really interesting because it shows that this is not a hypothetical. This isn't about the $35,000 level that the Auditor General were pointing out. This is about millions, in this case, $4 million uh, over a few years that ended up being a significant fraction of the entire total suspicious transactions reported across Ontario casinos uh, in the pandemic area years that was about 160 million dollars so we're not talking about three or four percent just to one person uh and then the other really interesting part is that that 116 million dollars back in 2020 2021 has roared back because the pandemic is waning the casinos are back open and the most recent figure we were able to get from province-wide suspicious transactions in Ontario is now $372 million in 2022. Those are staggering numbers uh, that have observers really concerned that uh, Ontario is seeing a major resurgence in suspicious transactions that could be tied to money laundering, which is often tied to transnational organized crime. CTV's John Woodward is with me I'm reporting on whether casinos in Ontario are being used to launder money. Well, it's a duh factor. You know that that would be a way to launder money. And so it's, well, I guess the part that was surprising to me, John, is as you talk about all these numbers and everything, the casinos have to know from the get-go, the day they open their doors, that people are going to be coming in attempting to do that. Are the systems not adequate? So that's a good point. The reason we know about this is because the casinos are reporting suspicious transactions. So in a way, the, the numbers being so high is a sign that casinos do know what's going on. Every time someone comes in with a bag of, you know, of crumpled uh, $100 bills and the casino isn't quite sure where that came from, maybe it came from, uh, I don't know, a, a, a normal business transaction. Maybe it came from a drug deal. It's unclear. And so the casino's tellers will file a report called a suspicious transaction report, send it off, and uh, agencies like FinTrack, which monitors um, money laundering in Canada, or the OPP will read it and decide what to do. So th- that part of the system works. But where they're, where they're, uh, the questions are coming from is when you sign those reports, I mean, it, great if, if in this case a $100,000 seizure at Fallsview Casino happened and it sparked this investigation and i think from the police's point of view they view they would view this as a success story but that's only a hundred thousand dollars and you've got 372 million dollars of these suspicious transaction reports coming in last year it are are we just getting overwhelmed uh and that is one of the things that happened 
uh, in British Columbia a couple of years ago. They were also seeing a staggering rise in uh, suspicious transactions. And it turned out, uh, according to the investigations at the time, that this was an inc- par- uh, uh, basically a publicly visible symptom of an enormous money laundering scheme that was taking um, money from drug deals and uh, international uh, crime and plowing it into the housing market using the casinos as an intermediary. And their solution there was when a, a new NDP government got elected, was to just limit cash. We're not going to accept more than $10,000 of cash at once. All right. And uh, the suspicious transactions reports plummeted. It become, became a much less useful uh, uh, thing for organized criminals to do. And the casinos out there are still there and making money. Uh, here they haven't taken that step. And so one of the things we're going to look at today is what would happen if we limited cash? How would that affect the criminal element? And, and would we be able to be more, more confident that government licensed casinos that are doing all of this in the in the name of us, you and me, the public, are not as uh, useful for organized criminals? So part two tonight. Part two tonight. That's right. Tune in. All right. John Woodward, CTV Investigates. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you.